Today on the show, we'll talk about Antonio Brown signs new agent, the PGA Tour rescheduling the Masters to November, Bubba Wallace rage quits during iNASCAR race, and much more. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at 7-Eleven underscore sports podcast or search on Facebook and Twitter. Bubba Wallace rage quits. NASCAR has seen a great opportunity to fill a void of live sports by airing live video game racing. The last race, which aired on Fox Sports 1, brought in over 1.3 million viewers. Fans also got to tune in to their favorite driver's live stream of the race, whether it be on Twitch or some other platform. Some of the other races, like racers, like Landon Castle, uses as an opportunity to gain a sponsor in Blue Emu. He also borrowed a racing console from a vendor in exchange for showing it off on social media. This week's race winner was William Byron. Byron had led the most laps in the first two races, but fell short of winning. He has over 290 wins in iRacing right now and believes that these video games are still able to teach him a lot about racing. He still feels that he can improve from these events and he uses them to improve his skills. While Byron may not ha- may have won the race, Bubba Wallace and Clint Boyer are making the headlines. On a lap 11 of the race, Clint Boyer cut off Bubba Wallace to the outside. After they bumped each other and separated for just a few seconds, Clint went back at him and slammed Bubba into the wall. The announcers didn't see it, and when they asked Boyer what happened, he said, I got Bubba'd. Then things really got exciting after the computer restarted Wallace in pit lane. He apparently had enough and said, that's why I don't take this crap seriously. Peace out and quit the game. Afterwards, he made it light on Twitter, but his sponsor for the race, Blue Emu, pulled his sponsorship. They posted a Donald Trump gif that said, you're fired. Then they told him, got to know where you stand. Bye bye, Bubba. We are interested in drivers, not quitters. Dana White says that UFC 249 will take place somewhere on planet Earth. UFC 249 had been quite dramatic. This was supposed to be the night that Khabib and Tony Ferguson finally squared off. However, as fate would have it, the coronavirus happened. That's when Commissioner Dana White said he was 99.9% sure that the fight would take place in Dubai. After that, Khabib flew home to Russia to train for the fight since it was no longer going to take place in the United States. Shortly thereafter, the Russian government put a travel ban in place. That's when White began looking for somebody else to fight Tony Ferguson. White had been adamant that UFC 249 would take place during this pandemic, and today he announced the opponent. Justin Gagey will be the replacement opponent to fight Tony Ferguson for the interim lightweight championship belt. So when reporters asked Dana White where the fight will be held, he said, the fight will take place somewhere on planet Earth. Apparently, White knows where it's going to take place, but he doesn't want to tell anybody. He does believe that it will take place somewhere in the West Coast and the proper health and safety measures will be put in place. While this is not the fight we were hoped for, it's still an excellent fight on paper. Gagey has been trying to get the chance to fight Khabib or McGregor, but this is the next big thing. Some believe that the setup for the fight is too risky, but Dana White does not seem too concerned. As of now, the fight is set to take place on April 18th. Before we dive into some more awesome sports topics, I'd like to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard anything about Anchor, it's the easiest way to mic a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Can't go wrong with that. And guess what? There's even creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. That's not all, though. 
Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It keeps on getting better, though. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, let's get back to the show. The PGA Tour is rescheduling the Masters to November. Following the meeting with President Donald Trump along with other league officials this past Sunday, the PGA officials announced a new schedule for league play. Wow, Trump acknowledged that sports will have to be put on hold for a little while longer. He expects them to be back on the golf courses sooner rather than later. The PGA Championship will take place on August 6th through the 9th. August does seem a little optimistic to schedule the PGA Championship, and there is great possibility that it could be postponed again. The U.S. Open will take place on September 17th to 20th. The Ryder Cup will take place as its previously scheduled dates in September. The Masters will be held the 12th or the 15th. It certainly does seem strange for this iconic tournament to be played so late, but golf fans will take what they can get. Tiger Woods was the Masters winner last year after an incredible tournament. However, he will have to wait eight more months to defend his title. The NBA is working on a solution to test every player in the league faster. The new testing would be within 5 to 13 minutes. It would be similar to how they do diabetes with the pricking of the hand. However, the league said that if this works, they will be second. Behind health workers, transportation workers, and public workers will all be first in line. According to most GMs and athletic trainers, this is the first step to resume play again. One GM told ESPN that rapid testing results are key to return to work, return to sports, and everything. Whatever job you have and environment you work in, if you are interacting with people, we're all going to have to feel safe doing that. Sports isn't any different. Most officials have said they are still weeks and possibly months away from starting up again. ESPN NBA analyst Brian Windhorst was very worried about the league. He said that most of the players might not be getting paid after this week. All of the NBA owners would like to play some regular season games before they go back into the postseason. However, it's more likely the NBA will have to go straight to the postseason in the first round and have the first round play three out of five games. Players like Atlanta guard Trey Young has been playing a lot of 2K recently. Most of you know that he was playing in the NBA Players 2K tourney where he defeated Harrison Barnes in the first round. Young posted a video on Instagram about teaching his dog new tricks. The King, LeBron James, also has been active recently, doing many TikToks with his kids. Portland Trailblazers guard Damian Lillard has also been doing similar stuff like James. All of the NBA players are currently in their homes. The NFL announced they will hold the 2020 NFL Draft virtually. Commissioner Roger Goodell says he has no plans to cancel the draft but every team will drive from home. With states like California, New York, New Jersey, and Florida all being quarantined to their house for at least the next month, the league stated that all teams are required to draft from home. Goodell will be announcing the draft via Zoom. No word yet on where he will be announcing the picks. Most NFL GMs have said that using Zoom is dangerous because some teams could hack into their servers. However, all 32 owners disagreed with the general managers by saying, tough it out. Zoom is a brand new app that works similar to FaceTime and Skype. Last year, it took the world by storm. 
Another feature that the league will try to do is having cameras on where the teams will be drafting. It might be fun to watch a team want to draft a player, but then at the last minute have to scramble because he was just selected. According to show host and former punter Pat McAfee says every team has Wi-Fi except for the Bengals. The Bengals have the number one overall pick and will likely select Joe Burrow. Unfortunately for the Bengals, they were not able to watch Joe Burrow on his pro day at LSU because of the coronavirus outbreak. Burrow stated that he misses his teammates and was very disappointed when they canceled it. The draft is in two and a half weeks on April 23rd through the 25th on ESPN, NFL Network, and ABC. Louisville star forward Jordan Wara will forgo his senior year and enter the NBA draft. Wara was first team All-ACC last season to help the Cards to a 24-7 record. His 2019-2020 stats look like this. 18 points per game, 7.7 rebounds per game, and 1.3 assists per game while shooting 44% from the floor. Before the season, Nora was selected as a preseason All-American. Jordan Wara had the most points by any player in the country this season in one game, by scoring 37 points in a win versus Boston College. He was named first-team All-ACC and was a runner-up for the ACC Player of the Year. Last season, Norwood came out of nowhere. He earned the starting job at forward and was named ACC Most Improved Player of the Year. After not playing much his freshman year under head coach David Padgett, Chris Mack came in and helped Norwood tremendously. Norwood helped the Cards make it to the NCAA tournament despite no one believing they could. They lost in the opening round versus Minnesota, but people were very optimistic for the next year. If there would have been the NCAA tournament this season, the Cards would have probably gone very far and maybe even would have won the ACC and the championship. Jordan War did. Jordan War's dad is from Nigeria and is coach for Team Nigeria in the Olympics. War was going to play for the team in Nigeria this Olympics. Most likely, he will play in 2021 at Tokyo. He almost left last year, but due to an injury, he decided to come back and play one more year. He's projected, according to most NBA analysts, to go in the middle to late first round. One of the mock drafts has him going to the Raptors. The NBA draft will probably won't happen until sometime in August or September, but he will be ready. He has the perfect size and can run a lot of different offenses. With the NBA being a very heavy offensive league, this is what his strength is. He can shoot almost anywhere and is very quick. He's smart IQ and has a very and has very good handles. Former All-Pro wide receiver Antonio Brown hires a veteran agent to get back into the NFL. Brown, who has not played with a team since September, in 2019 he was traded from the Steelers to the Raiders for a third and fifth round pick. After many distractions and off-the-field problems, Brown was released by the Raiders one week before the start of the season. A few hours later, the Patriots signed A.B. He was not able to play against Pittsburgh on opening night, but played his only game with, the, with New England in Week 2 versus the rival Dolphins. Brown caught nine passes for 57 yards and had a touchdown. Due to many rape allegations against former trainer Brittany Taylor, the Pats released A.B., in January, longtime agent Drew Rosenhaus dropped AB. There were speculation that Antonio Brown would sign with the Buccaneers after Brady signed with Tampa Bay. However, the head coach of the Buccaneers, Bruce Arians, said it was not a right fit. Arians was the former offensive coordinator for Pittsburgh when Brown was playing there. According to reports, there were many times that Arians and Browns conf conflicted on and off the field. Last winter, Arians called out Brown saying he was a diva. 
Antonio Brown shot right back at Arians on Twitter saying he wears stylish glasses and a kangoo hat, but I'm the diva. LOL. As we talk about as we talked about last week on the show, Antonio Brown worked out with Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson and cousin Marquise Hollywood Brown. There are many rumors that the Ravens could be interested in bringing Brown to Baltimore. The Ravens need a number one receiver at the moment. Hollywood mostly plays in the slot. AB could be the perfect fit with both Jackson and Brown. The question is, does Brown want to take a massive pay cut to play with a great team like the Ravens? It looks like at the moment that Brown would be playing with any team that would give him an offer. Most NFL teams are still interested in bringing Brown back to their team. There are many distractions to AB sometimes. However, most of them would likely risk it. We'll see what happens in the fall, but in my opinion, Baltimore should sign Antonio Brown. Thanks for listening to the 7-Eleven Sports Podcast, your top seven sports stories of the day in just 11 minutes.